This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Cops arresting cops. The Jenkins file. The Geflechter Volschweber. Nazi Sausage Museum. My brush with Dr. Demento. And a celebrity guest that we don't even know who's going to call today because we goofed up the times. Well, but we do know that there's somebody calling and it'll be somebody that you have seen before. That's a guarantee. On this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Nail. Yeah! <laughs> Rock me! <laughs> Check one. Check one. <laughs> Rock me like a hurricane. Uh, Welcome to AC another. ACDC's doing a new album, by the way. Yeah, that's that's Scorpions. Excuse me. No, I know, but I'm yeah. just saying that ACDC is doing a new album. With a new singer? The Axl Rose? Who, who's no, the... I think the old Brian whatever is coming back. He is? I think so. I thought he had like throat cancer or something. I, I don't know. I think oh, that's going to sound bad. Uh, I believe. Okay. I, I don't know. Could be fake news. Well, we promised you tangents, and we, oh we, we started with one in the first five seconds of the show. <laughs> um, and sorry I couldn't make it last Wednesday. Yeah, no, we we uh, we didn't do a show last week because Dave was very cold. Yeah. He was cold. He didn't want to leave his house. 50 below zero, baby. Did not want to go. So that's the only reason we didn't do a show last week. Uh, we have a show this week. Uh, and it's a hot show. It's a hot show. Uh, Who's our guest uh, this week? Uh, we've got uh, perhaps. <laughs> do we know which one we're going to do yet? <laughs> perhaps. The we have two potential guests calling in. Maybe we shouldn't even tease it, but we have two potential guests uh, calling right. in. It's Somebody cra- is going to call shoot. It's a yeah. crap shoot. Who's going to be today? It, it'll be a uh, an actor. It'll It'll be somebody... That you have seen hundreds, if not thousands of times on television. That's right. Uh, That's right. But we're not sure which one of the two is going to call in <laughs> right, yet. Right. So. We, we kind of screwed up a little bit in the time. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we're not exactly. It's very difficult to do the math from Pacific time to central time. You, you know, the two hours. Oh, shit. Super to... <laughs> duper complicated. So stay tuned. I mean, it'll be in the no, tease we at don't the even beginning know. of the show. We it'll don't be even in, know. It'll be in the tease. But right now we don't know. So, uh let me ask you this. How's your how's your uh, weight loss thing going? I think I'm probably down four pounds since January. I have not had a drop of alcohol since our last book yeah, signing. Yeah, I have. I've <laughs> had a drop. Um, but th- these four pounds have been just absolutely... I mean, it's like Mount Everest losing this weight. I mean, it is. I, I know what you mean. You know, everybody says, oh, the first five is easy. These first five were not easy. You know, I think we're officially at an age where it's, it's just impossible yeah. to lose weight. Yeah. Um, and, and somebody should have told us that like, you know, 10 years ago. Like, uh, hey, by the way, when you get to be 55, it's not coming off <laughs> ever. Well, yeah. I've got an app now on my phone called Lose It. Oh, do you? Do you have what you have? No. And you plug in everything that you're eating, right? Oh, yeah. That's too much work. Well, I'm eating like 1,700 calories a day. You're kidding me. Well, yeah. But see, the thing is with the Lose It app, Uh I will cheat a little. I cheat on myself a little bit. Right. Right. That was barely a piece of chocolate. I'm not going to put it on the Lose It app. Uh, So there could be some flaws in the game here. Do you want to feel better about yourself? Yeah, sure. All right. So I also was trying to lose weight. Uh, you know, I, I guess I'm still kind of trying to yeah, lose yeah. weight. Well, so I went out with our good buddy Dane mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and I had a uh, a cocktail or two. Okay, beer, beer. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all Dane and I that, drink is mm-hmm. beer. 
And I had two. I had two beers. Um, and then I was coming home, and I was a little hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I only had five bucks in my pocket. I thought, you know what? I'll stop by McDonald's. It's only five bucks. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll get like a, a fish sandwich. Right, fish exactly. Sandwiches. Right, exactly. Fish it's is a, good for you. It's, you know, that's... Who's that going to hurt? <laughs> yeah. It's just a fish sandwich. Right. So I get to the uh, the window and I see the drive through. The drive through, right. yeah. And they've got a mix and match deal, five bucks, which I had. I had a five dollar right. bill, five bucks for I could get a fillet of fish yeah. and another sandwich. Oh, and so I ordered. I ordered the fillet of fish, and the guy goes. You know, you can get a whole nother sandwich, and it will won't cool. cost you another penny. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I would be an idiot. Well, if I didn't get another sandwich, <laughs> all of all of your dead German relatives that lived through the war and lived in the chicken coop, right, would be like, "What are you doing? You get free eat." So I got a Big Mac too. <laughs> <laughs> so I had as a snack, I had a plate of fish and a Big Mac at around midnight. Yeah, yeah, that's that. And, and you're still losing more weight than I am. Oh my God! I think that was. As I was eating that Big Mac, I just was, I just hated myself. Yeah, I know. I just hated myself. I, I've done a pretty good job of not eating fast food, but the problem is with kids, yeah. they always got bags of Cheetos laying around and I will find myself knocking down a two, you know, two or three cheat. What's a sing, What's a cheat? A cheat. A cheat, you know, and, or, or, you know, Triscuits kind of, well, Triscuits are the, those, there's nothing in Triscuits, yeah, right? No, there's a lot of carbs. The Is there? Carb thing. Yeah. yeah it's, All right. Generally speaking, I'm a complete failure. <laughs> yeah, I am too. And I, I am too. And you know, and, and I, I talk about going to McDonald's, but I really, I, I don't eat a lot of fast food. No. I was, I, even as I was going to get the sandwich, the, the filet of fish, I thought to myself, oh, this is really stupid. I shouldn't be doing this. But, and, yet, but then but, I, and then I'm like, I just took well, it. In. I haven't had a Big Mac in 20 years. And they're good. They're awesome. <laughs> I mean, the, Especially at midnight. Yeah. I mean, the sauce and the, just the, you know, the empty calories and the unenriched white bread and the. Oh, and, and it's, it's not just two pieces of bread. It's three. Uh, it's two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce. You got the lettuce in there and cheese. Yeah. Wait, two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Yeah. But what it doesn't say is there's three, three pieces of bread. Right. Yeah. Right. It's well. You ever, did you ever see the uh, the documentary Supersize Me? Yes, I did. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that's where we are. We're two fat pieces of shit <laughs> ready to bring you some minutia comedy, baby. All uh, right. What do you got? Uh, well, you're gonna Jenkins. Oh, Jenkins. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the reminder. Here's Jenkins. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Uh, Jenkins! We had not had a Jenkins in a long time. Uh, I, I love Jenkins. What, what's this he doing? This a doozy. Okay. This one is a Hall of Fame Jenkins. Dateline Detroit. Undercover cops posing as drug buyers... Arrested by undercover cops posing as drug dealers. (laughs) A huge mistake. Do do we even need to know any more than that? (laughs) A huge mistake led to police officers arresting each other. Undercover police went to Detroit and posed as drug dealers. However, thanks to a mess up, another police group thought that they were the real drug dealers and they raided the house in what turned out to be one of the most embarrassing things 
ever to happen in Detroit's uh, police history. I, I love this story so much. And my question is, how does this get out in the press? You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. I mean, which is the cop going, all right, right. I'm going to call Channel 2 on <laughs> yeah, this one. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Well, they, they had body cams. And oh, I geez. and I believe and you know I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think if you have a body cam, somehow that's public domain. I think, isn't it? I don't oh, know. I don't know. I don't know. It could have been foyered, as we say <laughs> in the biz. Yeah. Uh, what here's funny? It's the incident occurred when the officers from the 12th precinct precinct went undercover to the 11th district. So they're just right next to each other. How well, do they not? Yeah. So so they're crossing they're crossing boundaries. Crossing swords, yes. if you will. They uh, shouldn't be there. And don't you think that they should have some sort of a secret password? <laughs> like, you know, guacamole. If, okay, if I say guacamole, you don't tell the public, but if you say guacamole, you're one of us, right? <laughs> you know what's funny is undercover cops are so obvious. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. right. <laughs> you, you can just look at, well, oh, that guy's a cop. He's <laughs> yeah. clearly a cop. And you would think the other cop Cops would know what it's like. Uh, they just have a way of walking and talking. You yeah. just tell their cops. But yeah, but they could do like a sign. Okay, if I touch my nose <laughs> and rub my tummy, I'm a cop. <laughs> so that's Detroit, baby. Okay, uh, that's a like, good one. Yeah, I got a story that comes out of Colorado that I think you and I uh, will really uh, feel some uh, connection. Yeah, yeah. A Colorado runner. Was attacked by a mountain lion. Okay, first lion. of all, you lost me at runner, but go on. <laughs> uh, it was attacked by a mountain lion on a running trail Monday, uh, but pummeled the animal with a rock before wrestling it to the ground and choking it to death, state <laughs> wildlife officials said. The runner's identity has not been released, but he's in his 30s. According to local media, he was treated for his injuries, including facial bite wounds and lacerations to his body. Now, here, <laughs> let me just get to the details here. Excuse me. The victim was attacked from behind on West Ridge Trail in Larimer County foothills during his run. The man was bitten on his face and wrist before he managed to pick up a rock, slam the animal on the head. Then he jumped on the animal's back and choked it to death with his hands, arms, and feet. Hmm. Which is exactly what oh, we would exactly. do. Um, I read this article and... I was with this guy until I found out that, you know how old the bot, uh, the mountain lion was? How old? Eight months. It's like in kindergarten. That's like a baby. Yeah, exactly. That's like a baby mountain uh, lion. Uh, no, 80 pounds. <laughs> this was an 80-pound mountain lion. Yeah. That had li- literally razor-sharp claws. Yeah. Um, and I, oh, I would have been. Well, first of all, what are you doing? Colorado... Marijuana is legal in Colorado. <laughs> so Mr. Runner guy, yeah. just smoke some pot, sit on it. They've got a $5 deal at McDonald's. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. You know that that dude is not going out running ever again, right? So uh, this actually happened to me once in Germany what, when I lived lion? there. The mountain lion? Uh, well, the wildlife's a little different there than it is here. But I was once attacked by a Geflechter Volschweber. <laughs> this is a true story. It what happened in Man- Mannheim. It got me on the hand. It came out of nowhere. The Geflechter Volschweber. I, I, I got it. Got me on the hand, but I wasn't quick enough to do anything about it. But I, he didn't get my other hand, so I still had my right hand okay. free. And I, I'd like to bring the uh, Geflechter Volschweber here to tell you what happened next, uh, but I can't because he is dead. Did you? I yeah. murdered him. He is squashed like a friggin' bug. <laughs> what is like a Fischneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckneckn
and I am allergic to bee stings, so it almost killed me. Did, 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 did you puff up? I puffed up. Well, maybe your weight gain is not weight gain. It's that just you're still puffed up from that. Like it got me right in the belly? Well, yeah. Yeah. well how many years ago was this? Uh, it was 1979. Okay, you're still, you, your inflated body is from that. Yeah, not from, it could be. Not from empty calories from big... Do you want to hear? I was stung by a sea anemone in Florida when I was in high school. A what? Sea anemone. So, oh, okay. Uh, and it paralyzed me. Is that like a jellyfish sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I was, I was, I was not far from the shore. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> you didn't need to say that. Yeah. Right. Right. I, and it didn't hurt my inflatable ducky <laughs> that I was in, but it stung. All of a sudden, I felt you know all this pain, like every, you know, my whole side of my body, and I literally, well, I don't like using this word, went limp, um, the half of my body, and I had to like, you know, crawl with my left side. Wow. To the, yeah. And it, for like, I don't know, two minutes, I was paralyzed. Wow. So, you're, yeah. How is it possible that you've never told me that story? I don't know. But my sea anemone can kick your glushna fushna. Eclectic Volschweber? Yeah. I could, I've never heard, I've never heard your bee sting story either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I usually call it a bee. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're very, we're very cosmopolitan here. <laughs> I wanted to, I actually had to look up this morning what the name of that bee was because it was a special kind of bee that had a little more bite to it. Yeah, a little, a little more, more venom than a uh, bitchier bee. Yeah. A little bitchier. Yeah. Um, you know who's having a better day than evidently you and I have had? Who's that? Uh, I shake my head. I shake my head. Is this our winner? Yeah. All right. Uh, I shake my head as the Twitter follower that what they did, he or she, I don't know. um, They retweeted and they followed us on Twitter. That's all you got to do. They randomly picked and they got Scott Redman's children's classic Chugga Chug. Okay. We'll be going uh, their way. And I'm a Chicago coffee mug and the Scar Dance by William Mansfield. And all you got to do, Rick, like I mentioned, retweet and follow us on Twitter and a randomly uh, selected uh, listener or tweeter, I should say, will get a uh, price pack. And, you know, you can subscribe to this podcast. Well, that's the thing about subscribing. You know, I, I uh, admit that I'm not the most technically adept, and I prove it every week hmm. as we're doing the show. Actually, we're, what, 16 minutes in, and you're doing great so, so far. So far, so good. Now, you've completely you jinxed, jinxed me. But uh, when you subscribe to the show, it just shows up on your phone or, or on, your, uh, on your computer, whatever you want to... However you want to listen to us. It just shows up like cholesterol. Yeah. Just, it's uh, like, oh, ding dong. Who's yeah. Oh, it's Rick and Dave. Right, exactly. You guys want something to eat? Yeah. But so, so, yes, please, please uh, subscribe and um, retweet and follow us on Twitter. Hey, um, I, here's the kind of story you'll hear when you subscribe to Rick and Dave. And well, you're doing the promo yeah, already. I am. Uh, we've gotten a couple of emails from listeners upset that we haven't been doing enough Nazi stories. Okay. <laughs> we haven't done one in a long time. A long time. So do you, can you find the, oh, I still the have, Yeah, I have it. Let's see here. Yeah, right here. Oh, Did Dave really find another story about Nazis? Another one. <laughs> well, we should just do the stories just to play that jingle. Uh, sausage museum plan at ex Nazi camp sparks outcry in oh. Germany. Uh, plans to build a sausage museum at an annex of the former Nazi concentration camp, Buchenwald, 
Thursday sparked protests over a lack of historical awareness. Oh, my God. Now, listen, to this is, this is the funny part. Well, actually, I guess it's all like an association called the Friends of the Thuringer Bratwurst, <laughs> which, hey, by the way, are the best bratwurst. <laughs> well, they are. And yeah. I just love the fact that there is Friends of the Thuringer Bratwurst and I'm not a member of this club. You know, yeah. I, yeah, really. I wonder if we need Germany. Yeah. Well, they had announced plans to move the Bratwurst Museum from its current location in Holshausen yeah. to Mulhausen, where a theater and a hotel will be built. Now, <laughs> where, are you, where are you going, honey? I have us booked. We are going. We have got the best rooms yeah. at the Surger Museum. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, is the is the hotel going to have this encased meat theme? You know, yeah. is the are the but this place is the worst. <laughs> ah, nice. Um, so th- this is you know um, obviously this may not happen. Yeah, well, no, I because yeah. the man's bringing us down. You're talking about Buchenwald. The the, yeah, the Nazi concentration camp, right? The, the, yeah, you're not going to build a museum about sausage there. Well, so but they're obviously selling land, right? I mean, how would they even plan on? It? I mean, so who who owns Buchenwald? I don't know. So, I would guess the German government. I guess, so so they're obviously putting it up for sale. Yeah, actually, you know what? Who knows if it's owned by the German government? Uh-huh. Yeah, could be. Um, but so. What I did is Uh-oh. I found some. All right, wait. Let me get my seatbelt. <laughs> Put it on. I am buckling up. Uh, All right, what yeah, do you got? FTC is on line seven. <laughs> so I found some eccentric eating habits of ruthless dictators. Oh, now, okay, good. Okay, we're no, going, we're, going, we're going away from the whole Buchenwald. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Um, but I figured if you're going to build a sausage museum on a concentration camp, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. what are some? Um, so Hitler. He was a vegetarian. Um, and yes, he was a vegetarian. But here's something that I found. He was so paranoid of being poisoned that he had a team of 15 food tasters. Only if none of them dropped dead after 45 minutes would the dictator eat. <laughs> this ravioli is cold. And Hans, how you feeling? Good. Klaus, good. Ernst, good. Wolfgang, not so good. What happened to Engelberg? Where is he? Right. Okay. I'm not eating. Idi Amin reported ate up to 40 oranges a day. and when So he did not have rickets? He did not have Ricketts. Or scurvy. Oh, we could talk about Tom Ricketts. Oh, no, let's not talk about that. Joe Ricketts. Um, But he also enjoyed KFC while in exile in Saudi Arabia. He loved KFC. Well, first of all, they've got KFC in Saudi Arabia. All right. Um, Kim Jong-il. That's the father of Kim Jong-un. Loved. You know, Kim Jong-il got a nine on an 18-hole golf course (laughs) once. Right. Didn't Didn't he swim... A mile in like 45 seconds or yeah. something. Uh-huh. Uh, he loved shark fin soup and dog meat soup. Who doesn't? Now, this is his little quirkiness. He had a team of women make sure that all the rice grains served to him were identical. Oh, my God. He had, yeah, he just had women picking little. Oh, my God. Isn't a rice grain like a, like a snowflake? Uh, I don't know. But they had... Uh, you know, it was good employment. Those were probably the only women that had jobs okay. in uh, North Korea. 
but they would make sure that they were all identical. So there you go. That's like eccentric, a tangent and minutia of eccentric. Uh, I'm eating so habits. happy you didn't go no, a no. different direction with that. Okay. Time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Uh, this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar and pulls out uh, a name of a celebrity that I've met over the years, and I have to tell the story of how I met that celebrity and what happened. Uh, Dr. Demento, and for you kids, he, well, you tell everybody who Dr. Demento is. Well, if you kids don't know who Dr. Demento is, Dr. Demento hosted a nationally syndicated radio show that was uh, where he played wacky songs, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they were you know like shaving cream you know that song it's like weird uh, weird Al Yankovic type yes yes parody, parody song. songs and just you know wacky mm-hmm. songs you know like Spike Jones is he still alive Doctor Demento yeah. yeah yeah he is so in 1984 our old buddy Jay Schatz and I mm-hmm. we, we were the uh, program director and the general manager of a radio station in Champaign. We were kids. We were students. Mm -hmm. And we convinced the company, and when I say we, I mean Jay, somehow convinced the company to send us out to Los Angeles for a radio convention. Just the two of us. So we got we got a nice hotel in Los Angeles. Probably the nicest hotel you've ever stayed in. It was at that point in my life for sure. And... uh, and we went to, you know, the National Association of Broadcasters, the NAB uh, convention, which is a national convention. And there were all sorts of radio shows there that were pitching themselves to radio stations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we saw Dr. Ruth there. She had a new show. And Dr. Demento. And, we, you know, I walked into the room of Dr. Demento. And I would listened to that show. It was on here in Chicago on the loop at like midnight on Sunday nights mm-hmm. when we were in high school. And I just thought it was a funny show, but I only heard it like twice yeah. because it was on at midnight right. on Sunday nights. Right. So I met Dr. Demento. I was all excited. Yeah. I met him like in, in Jay did. And, and after like five minutes, he's like, were well, you going to take my show? I said, yes, absolutely. <laughs> we'll take your show. I didn't even ask what that, what that meant. <laughs> I got a free poster, an autograph. Sure, come on in. <laughs> so we signed up the show. Was there like a form there or what? Oh, yeah. It, it, it was a year contract. I signed up for a year contract to, to air the show. And in exchange, we had to, you know, run all his spots and everything. And, you know, that the sort of thing you run by a sales manager. Well, Jay was right there and he was the general manager, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, he was also taking it by that. Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, I you know, whatever. We yeah. agreed to it. We came back to Champagne and we ran it by the sales manager at that time, remember Steven and sure. and he said, Wait a minute, you did what? <laughs> I said, you know, we brought in Dr. Demento. What well, you know, you know that there are commercials in there and that there are there are uh, spaces where we have to sell commercials to fill so that it's the right length of a show. Yeah. Uh, I said, oh, you didn't okay. tell us that. Well, you know, so well, how many spots do you need to sell? You, we got to sell like 12 extra spots a week mm-hmm. just to have that show be an hour long. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so I said, what if it's 48 minutes long? Yeah. He, he said, you know, whatever. The bottom line was we aired a show that nobody wanted, nobody listened to, because for one second, I met Dr. Demento <laughs> and was impressed, and I said yes to the show, because I was 21, and I was a moron. Well, you know, he's doing a podcast right now telling that exact story from his point of view. Right now, now, later in life, about uh, 10... Or 15 years later. You no, were, about 10 years later. You were a big star on that show. I was. Uh, two of my songs actually made it on that show, on the Dr. Demento show. I wrote a song called Oktoberfest is Here when uh, the the reunification of Germany happened. Okay. And I did a song about hay fever. Right. Sniffs uh, from yeah. uh, the, the horse with no name. Yes. Right? Right. I remember yes, that. Yes, the hay fever. And Stan and I did it for Ebony and Ivory. Mm-hmm. And, and those two songs were played on the Dr. Demento show. And I still have... The record, it was played on a record. I still have the record of that Dr. Demento show with my song on it. So you've had, what, a 25-year radio career? Or how yeah. Long you, this top five moment? Uh, when Dr. Demento played my song? Yeah. I, it was, yeah, I, top ten for <laughs> yeah. sure. It was one of the one of the greatest things that ever happened yeah, to me. Big ten. Big yeah. Ten. <laughs> it was nationally syndicated, man. Yeah. At, at midnight. In, in the middle of the night where no one was listening. So anyway, that's it. All right. We have a guest. Yeah. There's somebody on the phone. Yeah. I see that the light is lit, lit up. Yep. We don't know who it is. Right. We're going to find out here in about, well, let's play the jingle and then we'll find out who it is. Here we go. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. Okay, this is exciting for us. I say this Bit. every week, but this, uh, this, no, this one it really this is. One, it really it this, is. Time. Um, uh, this is a, a person you may not recognize his name, John Lair, uh, but he has, you've seen him a million times. And, and I hate to say this to you, John, because you have such a, an accomplished career. But the thing that I always think about when I see you are those Geico ads. You are oh. you are the caveman. You're one you're one of the cavemen. Original. Absolutely, man. I'm I no no uh no offense taken. I I'm a proud caveman. That was a great gig and Jesus, it continued I'm like it was it was great on so many levels, but the main thing was that it was like uh all the good parts about being on on a series of commercials without any of the bad yeah know? right like uh yeah and no one's I, recognizing no, you did. right it's not yeah, like a diarrhea was, spot or anything it's not like exactly you know, you're not exactly. the uh, pepto-bismol lady <laughs> yes yes exactly i mean i i look i uh you know you look at like flow i love her and yeah you know i know uh she's uh, i know the actress as well and but you know when you're when you're the sprint guy or, or that kind of a thing, that's kind of it. Yeah. That's who. Um, and so fortunately I was able to do other stuff and still have all of that. And it was a blast. The Cape well, Man I mean, you, was, you're probably not even that recognizable, uh, from that because of all no, the makeup and everything, no right? Unless not still- at all. In, the, in fact, the only person that really, that recognized me early on was my daughter who was like two at the time. Wow. And, she just, and somehow she could tell, but yeah, I mean, the only the only thing that was me were my eyes. Uh, yeah. Everything else is uh, is either rubber or hair or a combo or glue or and the teeth were even these weird uh, things that would. It wasn't like fake teeth, like those vampire teeth you would right. have as a kid. They they were like these um, 
like veneer almost. I didn't even know how they stuck on, but somehow they hung on to the gums. <laughs> my son, my son was, is over here. Yeah. And he's like, I'll put him my on. Son's home, my son's home from school today. Okay. Uh, which is uh, is he sick? Bonus. Is he sick or? Um, do you yeah. have kids? Oh yeah. yeah. The, the okay, sick in parentheses. So exactly. Uh-huh. I would put I would put it in italics. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so so when you talking about the the makeup things that that must sounds like that must have taken forever to to do the makeup yeah it was um three hours holy laying laying on a table uh while three while two or three um super nerdy and i you know uh, (laughs) what you mean in the uh, nicest possible way (laughs) exactly uh dungeons and dragons kind of guys (laughs) would be just touching you for and that was the that was actually kind of the hardest part was just yeah. being touched by yeah. people all day it, it like right you, you know listen i'm not complaining i mean it's right. better than working a real job which i've worked yeah, in chicago yeah. Yeah. hey fred uh, do we need to do the whole caveman thing there too because really i've got clothes on uh it, you know this it's not necessary to do that do it all the way to the very end <laughs> exactly i well i you know they I did a spot uh, for um, with Billie Jean King. It was a tennis uh, spot, right? And you and, uh, didn't you uh, you were you were thinking that she was getting in your head, right? Or that uh, yes, the, yeah, 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 she yeah. was trying to mess with me, oh, and I was right. like, and and I was like, look at the scoreboard, and then of course at this on the scoreboard it also said right. even a caveman can do it, <laughs> right, and I was right. offended. But uh, but I had to wear as the caveman is this kind of metrosexual. Uh, character, I wore, they had me in these really kind of uh, tight, uh, uh, short right. tennis shorts, like from 1970, you know, right? Whatever, yes. and, and, <laughs> which was really funny, but uh, but, but that is more makeup, right? Right. The hair. Yeah, they had the to legs. put this. They had to put hair on my legs. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And, which is, which is really. Um, they would do it in a few different ways. Like if it were, if, if it was like just leg hair, they would just glue it on. Okay. If it was like a close up of your hand, they would do this thing called, um, I forgot what it was called. I think it was, it was like electrostatic where they would literally put the hair on your hand and then they would send a current through your skin that would make the hair stand up Jeez. so that it would look, I mean, you, it didn't, you, I couldn't feel anything, but it would, it would just make it look like the hair was, I guess the, the static would hold the hair to my skin. Wow. So that's like if they had a close up, which was really weird. But anyway, the leg hair, they would have these sheets of hair that they made that they would l- literally like wrap the leg in it and then glue a seam and, and, and it would stick to you. Right. And it would look, it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would look yeah. so real. And the, whenever it was like, so for the legs, they had the hair person do it. Like there's a person who does the teeth. There's a person who does the face. There's a person who does the hair and the person doing the hair on my legs was this woman, which I had never had a female. Um, these guys were all male. They were all, like I said, like Dungeons right. and Dragons kind yeah. of guys, really sweet. But never a woman. And so this woman is doing the legs, yeah. doing my legs. I think I see where and this I'm is in, going. <laughs> and I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in my boxers. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she, like, lifts my my junk uh-huh. and tucks the hair right up against my, <laughs> wow. you know, where my, yeah. Yeah, good morning, and everybody. 
<laughs> and, I, and yeah, and this was like at three in the morning because you yeah. have to get there before anybody else to get it all ready. And I remember at the time thinking, holy shit, crap, did she just do that? And, uh, excuse me, ma'am. I'm, I'm usually waved to you with my hands. Yeah, I, I was just like, is this like a me too? This was before me too. But I mean, right. like, did I just get like what? And then I th- and I was like, gosh, she should have said or something. And then and then I thought about it. And I was like. No, yeah, this is what a pro. This is what a pro. Right. You're a professional. Let's, let's not yeah. have a meeting. Let's <laughs> not talk about it. Let's just do it and get out there. And and uh, and so, that honey know, is how it happened. Yeah. And, and how long have you been? <laughs> yes. And how long have you been married to her? Uh, uh, speaking of your wife, does she ever say, John? You know, loading the dishwasher correctly is so easy. A caveman can do it. Does she? <laughs> you know, she. My wife. Is, is, you know, I don't even know if she saw all the spots yeah she's and you know she's never been one to like be overly excited about any of the stuff yeah. i've done i mean our she, wives she are exactly it. the same way <laughs> it yeah. keeps you grounded yeah. doesn't it yes it does she's and like i even stopped giving her scripts that i've written because she's always been like well it's good i yeah. can understand uh-huh. this part it's never like oh my god that's so great oh, you know, I, never. you're preaching to the choir right <laughs> yeah now, exactly you know? yeah uh, we are both yeah. authors too well, and well, so we we know exactly <laughs> What you're talking you about. know Barack Obama. You know Michelle Obama's. You know criticizing him for leaving his socks and you know right in, exactly in, or, exactly know. exactly. exactly. No, nothing she, I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a feeling Melania probably doesn't. <laughs> she probably just stays away. Right. They, they, they've been in the same room for two years, probably. Yeah, I don't think she's seen him uh, except over a, a video screen. Yeah. You're right. They're not. They they don't. But uh, yeah, she. You know, most most guys, most people in my business, like they're they're significant other yeah, sort, of like, sort of non-impressed right <laughs> well so let's talk about you know in your business i mean you're you're uh, in show business you, you're a writer a producer you've done all sorts of great stuff but um you also were in chicago and you went to northwestern yeah you, you were a teacher you were an elementary yes. school teacher in chicago tell us about LA that Unif- i mean uh, chicago public schools yeah i taught it i i substitute taught in uh cabrini but cabrini's not there anymore no no it's like a it's like a it's pretty nice it's It's gentrified now it's very nice i know i i went back this was before they tore cabrini down but i went back to like um that area and i was like oh my god there's a bed bath and (laughs) right exactly whole foods and everything this is a target here what the heck yeah i know it's so bizarre but um yeah, I, I substitute taught in Cabrini Green and all kinds of Southside, all over the place. And then I um, uh, taught uh, fifth and sixth grade uh, at Kilmer Elementary. Oh, Give shit. I know out. that. That's Northwest, or that's like on. I don't know, like Peterson yeah. and Clark or whatever. Right? That's right. Yeah, 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 it's like a Devon, Devon. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yes, right up in there. I I went to school on. Um, I went to Hate Elementary at oh, Greenview yeah. and Devon, basically. Dude, we're I, like brothers. I, yes, I substituted at those places. Yes. Uh, but I don't know how young you are, but maybe there's a chance I was your no, teacher. He's, no, he's 55. More, he's a good chance oh, okay, that he was right. your teacher. I'm, yeah, I'm as old as an Australia <laughs> Pithecus. Right. I'm older than the caveman, you know. At, uh, <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, but it was. It, yeah, I, I loved it. I it, it it was like the best. I, I mean, I went to Northwestern to be a teacher. I didn't really. I mean, I I loved performing, but I never thought I came from Kansas. I didn't really. 
I, I don't seriously consider that you could actually make a living doing right. grammar as all of my <laughs> <laughs> oh fancy pants my... in Hollywood, yeah, yeah. Mr. Fancy Pants. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they give it to me. Now, all my cousins and, and I have a lot of family on the Lear side, on my dad's side, and they all make fun of me. Uh, but they also always come out and visit. And one tickets to stuff. Yeah, and, right. Exactly. Know. Yeah, I'm good <laughs> like, enough now. When you want to see Kimmel, yeah, but, exactly. but you know, before, um, you know, I noticed that you, or I read on, on a Wikipedia page or an interview, you're you've converted to Judaism, and you're part of my team. Good job. Hey, welcome to the <laughs> yes. team, buddy. Shalom, my brother. Shalom. <laughs> and you're, uh, yeah. I mean, I I got sober uh, like 22 years ago after spending the night in jail. Uh, on LSD huh. and uh, <laughs> that'll do it. And, yeah. uh, that 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 led to where's Mr. You know, Lear? Oh, he is he's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, and so I uh, I had you know it was kind of a wake up. I got sober and I didn't like find religion, but I did kind of start finding uh a friend gave me i was doing a show called um jesse not the one that's on uh, now this was one starring christina applegate sure and it was on between friends and frazier you were the brother weren't you the, weren't you the her brother the, it was the it was another incredible gig because yeah. i didn't ha- the the brother was um a stoner mute. wasn't it was so uh, I, I didn't have to i didn't have to listen to i didn't have to memorize any lines right and i made huge network money <laughs> that i'd never seen before so uh, it like paid off all my student loans. I, you know, it was just amazing. But and we're talking northwestern yeah, loans. Yeah, no kid. Yeah, yeah, not like the kids have now. Right. I I, owed, I I put myself through school, so I had a lot, a yeah. lot more than most of the people I knew. So I paid that off. It was it, oh my god, I remember that day. It was so awesome. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, when I got sober, I started kind of you know looking at a spiritual thing, and I and I was dating my now wife who was jewish and i didn't need to convert to marry her but when i was on that show jesse the bright kaufman crane who produced it they also produced friends and veronica's closet and a bunch of shows um marta kaufman was reading a book called the jew and the lotus which was like jewish meditation essentially and I got into meditating and that combined with my wife kind of led me down. I, I didn't even want to convert. I just wanted to know more. I just wanted to not be the guy in my wife's family going, hey, Shabbat, hello, right. everybody. Yeah. You, know, like, you got any mayonnaise for this corned beef yeah. sandwich? Yeah, I want to I want to wrap my bacon around the shrimp, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> so, right. 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 I mean, they weren't they weren't very serious or anything, but. Uh, they, you know, they were Jewish, whatever. And I, I wanted to know, and I was interested. And, and so you take these classes and then where you take? The I, I had never, I never thought I was going to convert, but then I took the classes and I was like, well, you not know, bad. Uh, why not? I mean, it's, I've done it all. I've, I've, I, I, all I got to do is do this bet din where you face these three rabbis and they ask you a bunch of questions. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. And then, then it came to then i found out oh no john you're not you're not going to get the jewish credentials uh <laughs> unless you get recircumcised yeah that's not good that's wait, that, are, is, is that like, a re- you're, is this for real yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like wait what yeah and they were like yeah you you were circumcised but not by a moil you have to be circumcised by a moil if you really want to be to you know to be officially jewish and at first i was like just horror shock and horror yeah. but then sort of my drug addict dark 
side of myself <laughs> came out and was like, wait a minute, I got to see what the hell right. this is all about. That's good shtick. And, it was like and it was like at least it was going to be good stand-up material which of course it is right and, and it and was I, it was done by the lady who did your makeup yeah. on the in the geico way <laughs> not many people know that i know and she did it with her teeth which was really weird no uh so i i go to the valley i, I find myself in a bathroom in the val in this Moyle's house and he sticks he says a he said he says a couple of jewish uh blessings yeah. blessing jews have blessings for everything yeah. even sticking a needle into right. a penis yeah and he and he sticks the needle in hurts like hell no blood so he does it again oh, oh yeah you need the blood he needs to get a drop of blood so he does it i'm i'm just like you know in shock and and then he takes a piece of um of gauze this was the weirdest part he takes a piece of gauze and ties it doesn't like he ties it around the shaft of my penis uh, like in a uh, half knot yeah I, every like, everybody listening to this is absolutely right. cringing right now <laughs> i know everybody's turtling well, but well all the women are snickering all the guys are yeah you know. the women are like this is great right. uh but and so i come home and my wife is like, oh, my God. And she, like, pulls it. Like, he tied it in a bow, essentially. <laughs> like, who does Happy that? birthday, honey. Yeah, and my wife just unwraps it like a present. <laughs> oh, honey, I'm sorry. But, um, this one I've I'm, always wanted. Uh, it was so bizarre. It was so ancient and uh, yeah. ridiculous and trippy as hell. But, um, and you're yeah. From, you're, from, my, you're, my, you're from Overland Park. You're a suburb of Kansas City, right? Yeah, yeah, Overland uh, Park, which is now like super hoity-toity, when uh, like it's fancy there. I used to sell paper, and my territory was in Kansas City, so I know all about Overland Park and Lenexa. Those, you know, all those areas were was exactly you know where my territory was. The oh, whole, really? Yeah. And oh the, my God, yeah, great. Uh, I, uh, Hayward's Pit Barbecue. Did you ever eat there <laughs> um, on Sweetser? Uh, I went to like the Hereford House. I remember we go there a lot. Isn't that what it was uh -huh, called? Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. And then Archer Arthur. What is the Arthur Arthur Bryant? Uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's the that's the mecca. Uh, that's the yeah. That's to, they just give you a piece of Wonder Bread, a slice of Wonder Bread. Yeah. About five pounds of brisket. They paint it with a with a paintbrush, barbecue sauce on top, and then put another piece of Wonder Bread, and yeah. that's that's heaven. Awesome. It sounds yeah, good, awesome. actually. You know, the, it, the, oh, the, it's so amazing. The thing that I noticed there when I was um, working, you know, when I would I would go there three times a year, four times a year, they didn't really know Jews very well. You know what I? <laughs> you, you know, it, and, and, and and they were not. I mean, they were never. Yeah, you know, they were never rude or anything, but they never quite understood the whole Jewish thing. In fact, I have a story right around Thanksgiving. I was there and one of them asked me, in fact, my Overland Park, Kansas um, customer asked me, do Jews celebrate Thanksgiving? And I remember thinking, <laughs> and, I remember, and, I re and I remember thinking to myself, well, yes, we an independent state too. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, yeah, that that's like Jews. Do Jews wear shoes? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Um, you know, when I came home for a family reunion, they played "Release the Jew" and they shoved me out into the wilderness and had hound dogs chasing me while they all. Uh, yeah, but 
no yeah it's kansas listen kansas is an awesome place to grow up especially if you're white straight male and christian right um but if you're not any of those things you you're still okay because because ultimately i think it boils down to personal connection you know if right like my my uncle Larry, he passed away, but he so, was a classic red state uh, Kansan, and he you know had had never been around that many black people or that many gay people, mm-hmm. and so he had you know he would say things that were really offensive that he didn't realize. Right. Well, his son, my cousin, uh, is gay. And and had an African American boyfriend. <laughs> oh, wow! And they're wow. Jewish. <laughs> wow! And of, and of course, Larry loved them both. Right. So yeah. then he, you know, that's how you know. So anyway, yeah. yeah well, I, well, I know. Yeah, yeah. I never had any. There was absolutely no rudeness or anything. It was just they just didn't, you know, didn't know. You know, uh, right? You know, right? You guys are funny, right? That's the, those are the Jews, right? You know, you, uh, but, so, so what are you doing these days? You've got you you you. I know you're working because we had a hard time getting you nailed yeah, down for I this interview. About that. No, that's yeah, okay. But I, it means it means good things are happening. Why don't you tell us some of those good things that are happening? Well, I okay. So I I started in a show uh, a while back on TBS called Ten Items or Less, mm-hmm. right? And um, then I did a show on Hulu called Quick Draw, and and those kind of led me. And I produced and wrote both of them as well as as starring in them, and so that kind of led me and uh, down a path of sort of executive producing and creating shows and. I've done uh, pilots and stuff that didn't go, (laughs) but paid the bills. And uh, right now I'm working on a a show for Disney uh, that uh, is uh, really fun. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's sort of like a comedy version of uh, Pretty Little Lies. Or Mm -hmm. was that the one? Pretty Little Lies, the one on HBO. Wait, is it Pretty Little Lies? Uh, Yeah, I know know the one with the Nicole Kidman one. Yeah. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Small Little Lies. yeah, or something it's like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, but it's more. Um, it, it's kind of like, you know a little bit more Disney. Yeah, and then uh, and then I a little less yeah. wife beady. Yeah, a little less, a little less wife beady. <laughs> yes, fewer sex scenes. Uh, oh, oh then, that's too uh, bad. Yeah, yeah. but um, and then a and I'll probably I'll pro- if it goes to full, you know all the way, I, there's a good chance I'll play a part in that as well. And then we just sold a show. Uh, really? Starring Kirstie Alley, Kirstie Alley, who's also from Kansas, oh. Wichitaian, uh, that we're producing and uh, writing, and um, I, I, I'll probably play a part on that too. So those are the two things. I a couple of other things that aren't worth mentioning, although. I have been um, developing a show with Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong, oh, which awesome. is like, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's been really fun. That's Ty Cobb out. of Company. Don't let him get right you back now. on the LSD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, stay away. <laughs> I know. He's like, well, I wrote, we're writing this thing for him, and, and um, I've written myself a part of playing like his uh, – uh, his bong. I want to play his bong. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and he, yeah, he, he, he's. I mean, it's amazing being around him because it's like 
it's almost like a bad he's like a bad poster child because he's so lucid and so with it yeah uh, and so sharp it's like jesus dude shouldn't your brain be, <laughs> right, right. You know, that burned out? <laughs> yeah. but he's like and he's really he's really he's everything you'd want him to be really sweet and funny and just the same as he was back and up in smoke you know it's really cool well, we really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. You're awesome. uh, yeah, really this was this it. was a real fun interview, and I'm gonna be cringing now every time I see you, yeah. <laughs> realizing what has gone yeah. on down in the nether regions. Yeah. But right. but we really appreciate you being on the show, and and we wish you the best of luck in the future. And when you're back in Chicago, uh, we'll buy you Lumumati's yeah, pizza or it. whatever. I love Chicago, and I'm so glad to see the Bears doing well. It's it's great to see. As we, long as they don't beat the Chiefs, I'm I'm very happy. Uh, we were rooting. Hey, we've got a Chiefs coach. Our coach is a former uh, Chiefs coach. I know. Yeah. I wish he, they they got to stop leaving. We need to <laughs> just let us win first. Well, you did pretty well, uh, and uh, you yeah, know, yeah, um, yeah, we were rooting yeah, for so, you. Yeah. But it's good to see uh, Tom Brady get it right. Yeah, thank God he finally yeah, won something. He so deserves it. <laughs> yes, he so deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show. We appreciate right, it. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, thank guys. You, John. Take care. See you. All right, okay. Bye bye. Well, that was very entertaining. So thank you very much for being part of the show. If you'd like to know more about Rick and Dave, you can check us out at Chicago Author Solutions and Eckhartspress.com. We have been produced by Tony Lasano of Opie Productions. Who's like in L.A. for like the last three weeks. Yeah. Uh, La-di-da. Yeah. We're never going to see him. Uh, we are also uh, distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Say Ed. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Minutia Men. <laughs> The proceeding was a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Find our other great shows on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and at radiomisfits.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? If you missed Los Ano or Los Los Anno and friends, here's what you missed. I feel like you go into a motel, you just search for cameras instantly. That's <laughs> got to be like your first reaction. Anywhere you intend to be nude, you should just check. How about you just don't be nude in a motel? Well, I no, feel no, like I, that'd be smart. I, I should just not true. get changed or take a shower. No, I no. think. Wait, but you're, I think you're missing my point. I'm worried that I'm not going to be on camera. Mm. I want footage of me. You're the only one who wants to be filmed. Uh. Unknowingly doing something ridiculous. Right, because I would be curious. Wouldn't you be curious to see what you do? No. Yeah, like just the mundane. Right. That's how I spend my time. You, sp- you spend four hours doing that? Why? <laughs> As you fast forward, you go, I'm not even moving. <laughs> Look at that. I am stationary for hours. <laughs> I didn't even get up and that bag just appeared on another. <laughs> <laughs> Where did it come from? <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more. Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever the f- it's called. 
Be sure to tune in to Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Our podcast highlights the best soccer league in the world. The English Premier League. We recap the previous week's games. And preview the upcoming games. I do it from an American point of view. And I do it as an authentic Brit. Accent and all. That's authentic. Right, Governor? Not exactly how I say it. <laughs> we all also talk about the local soccer scene because Adam is the Illinois Youth Director of Coaching. If you love soccer. Football. Football. Tune in to Free Kicks. New episodes drop weekly. On the Radio Misfits Podcast Network.